if you are the same in your relationship six months from now, 18 months from now, two years from now, it is no different than being plateaued in your physical body. The moment you hit a plateau, am I saying you have to completely radically transform your body every six months? No. But if you are not chipping away and making constant progress with your body, constant progress in the gym, if you are not doing that same thing with relationships, deepening your connection, deepening your level of intimacy, improving your level of connection, getting to know each other on a more intimate level, if you are not doing that on a consistent basis, your relationship, like your body, will eventually plateau to the point where it starts going backwards and fucking die. So here's a question. Why are so many men struggling to be a man these days? Now with 70% of divorces being initiated by women and 80% of suicides being men, clearly we men are missing something. And that something is actually very simple. We are not training to become better men. Now just like in the gym, if you wanna be stronger in the bedroom, in your own head and in the purpose you are here to fulfill, you've got to train for it. And that's exactly what we do on Inspired by Impact as we work towards igniting the impact we wish to see in our world. Now let's get to it. Hello there again, my friend, Coach Carl, coming to you for episode number 30 of Inspired by Impact. And this is going to be part two of four from a super short video that I saw on YouTube when I was in my pit going down a rabbit hole and this one ripped me out of my darkness in so many good ways. I think the video is like seven minutes long and it's from Alex Ramosi, How to Grow an Audience When You Have Zero Followers. And ironically enough, none of these muscle-ups have to do with gaining followers. It's just the principles and the wisdom he shared in that video were so fucking inspiring that I could spread them all across the prep work. So if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. But this is how we do. We tackle what is called the mental muscle up, which is four questions that will take you from inspiration to implementation so you can ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. And today, first things first, which area of the prep work are we tackling? We be tackling relationship, health and fitness. If you're not familiar, Prep work, purpose, health and fitness, relationship, health and fitness, emotional health and fitness, and physical health and fitness. And like I just said, today we'll be tackling relationship, health and fitness. So question number one inside of the mental muscle up is this, what is your situation? So you want to be thinking about this in terms of what is the question you are trying to answer? And you're going to have two types of questions as you're going to see. There's a shitty one and then there's a quality one. So the long story short or the shit question for me is... What can I do to make sure my partner doesn't end up leaving me? Okay, now, here's the thing. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I talk about this pretty often. 70% of, of divorces are initiated by women. 70%. What does that tell you? That tells me that us men are dropping the fucking ball big time, and we are going to dive hard into that today because I want to pose this question on you. What can you do to make sure your partner doesn't end up leaving you? Okay. Now, a couple really important things to point out with this one. Like I just said, 70% of divorces are initiated by women, which may suggest that us men are fucking things up pretty bad inside of marriages or long-term relationships. Of course, you have your cheaters and abusers, 
but I'm willing to bet that women are leaving for the most part because they're not getting what they signed up for. And I know this from personal experience. When Jail and I were separated in 2020, it was all about death by a thousand cuts. And what do those thousand cuts look like? I want you to imagine, or not imagine, I want you to assess your relationship, okay? I'm about to share a few things with you that represent a death by a thousand cuts. And I want you to see if any of these are currently present in your relationship. So what do those thousand cuts look like? It looks like choosing work over date night. Even if we did have date nights, it would typically be some bullshit like movie night. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with a good movie night, but when I'm chilling on the couch, cringe to the tube, if that's your bar for an exciting date night, you're fucked. Going to bed without cuddling is another death by a thousand cuts. Having all of your kisses be little bullshit pecks with virtually no passionate long makeout sessions. Not knowing how to handle her emotions and instead constantly trying to solve her problems is another cut. There are so many things that we do as men that contribute to those thousand little cuts. Piggybacking off the last quote from Alex that I talked about in the previous episode, he was talking about thinking about when you're setting goals. Thinking in terms of decades. Like, I can't help but think about the fact that JL and I are coming up on our ninth anniversary this summer, which means in about 18 months, I'm going to see the results of how I have been inside of this relationship for a decade. When I reflect back on the 10 years, look at where we, where we were when we started and where we are now. So that is the situation, but before we move on to the notable quotable, what is the quality question we need to be asking ourselves? So this is what I came up with for me and then I'm gonna pose it on you. What can I do to ensure that when Jail and I celebrate our 10th anniversary, we're both amazed at how far we have come and the depth of our connection on a variety of different levels over a decade. So what can you do to ensure that when you and your partner celebrate your 10th or whatever anniversary it is, that you are both amazed at how far you have come and the depth of your connection on a variety of different levels over the last decade? All right, so we got the situation now. We need to go inside of this video from Alex and get some fuel for what we will eventually use for our implementation because nothing fucking happens without action. So the notable quotable that it took from Alex and used for this MMU is this. The goal of the winner is to commit to the activities. The goal of the loser is to commit to the goal. The goal of the winner is to commit to the activities. The goal of the loser is to commit to the goal. We're gonna dive really deep in that. But first and foremost, we have to go into question number two, what is your transformation and figure out what we don't want to, and use that to leverage and gain knowledge about what we do want. So first and foremost, four things that I do not want inside of my relationship, health and fitness. I don't want our relationship to die the death of a thousand cuts. I don't want to arrive at our, <coughs> excuse me, at our 10th anniversary and have it look the same as it has for the previous several years. Now, side note here. The previous several, like ever since 2020 and since JL, JL and I've gotten back together, it has been just constantly going past the plateau, past the plateau, breaking through, breaking through, breaking through, getting closer and more connected. It is, we are better now than we ever have been. But I don't want to look back 18 months from now and see that we are the same as we are today. Because if you are the same in your relationship, six months from now, 18 months from now, two years from now, it is no different than being plateaued in your physical body. 
The moment you hit a plateau, am I saying you have to completely radically transform your body every six months? No. But if you are not chipping away and making constant progress with your body, constant progress in the gym, if you are not doing that same thing with relationships, deepening your connection, deepening your level of intimacy, improving your level of connection, getting to know each other on a more intimate level, if you are not doing that on a consistent basis, your relationship, like your body, will eventually plateau to the point where it starts going backwards and fucking die. That has been my experience. Unless you were totally cool living with a roommate and having your romantic partner be your best friend. If that's the case, go ahead if that works for you. That's not what I fucking signed up for and that is not what my queen signed up for. Speaking of which, number three, I don't want to be the type of man who takes my queen for granted and I don't want to avoid building the muscles and skills I know I need to have to be the king inside of my kingdom. So what do I want? Well, I do want our relationship to be on fire as a result of the thousand flames I have ignited over the years. Side note with this one. Here's a little tip for men that has worked unbelievably well for me. A quote from Robert Brault that I absolutely love says, enjoy the little things for one day you will realize and or you will look back and realize they were the big things. Enjoy the little things for one day you will look back and realize they were the big things. Now inside of a relationship, I would say take care of the little things. For one day, you will look back and realize they were the big things. So do you want to be looking back and realize that they were the big things because you neglected to do them? Or do you want to be looking back and realizing they were the big things because your relationship is on fucking fire? Little things. Okay, say for example, today I started a new ritual with Jenny Lee called Throwback Thursdays. On every Thursday going forward, I'm going to go back in the camera roll several years back to the same month that it is. So January, I went back to January 2018 and I sent her a picture from the camera roll from when we went to a cocktail course. And guess what that little thing did? It triggered happiness in her. And I'm going to keep adding the sparks, adding the sparks, adding the sparks in so many different little ways so that flame keeps fucking burning. Anyways, here we go, back to this. Number two, I do want to arrive at our 10th anniversary more in love, more passionate, having more fun, being more open, more expansive, and more connected than ever. Number three, I do want to be the type of man who acknowledges and expresses gratitude towards my partner. This one is fucking huge. Once you get to know your partner's love language, thank them in that language. For example, Jenny Lee's love language is physical touch. I don't have to say anything if I walk up to her from behind, hold her around the shoulders, give her a kiss on the cheek, and just hold her super warm. That is me showing gratitude for her, and that is how she fucking feels it. So, side question for you. Do you know your partner's love language? If you don't, I would, I would, I would get to know that sooner rather than later. And finally, number four, I do want to train myself to be a better partner, not just for JL, but most importantly for myself so that I can enjoy my experience in this one-of-a-kind union. So question number three, what is your inspiration? The inspiration is all about tapping into that inner voice so that you can pull the lesson from everything you've just discussed with yourself inside of the situation and the transformation. This is where you tap in to your inner wisdom. You don't listen to me. You don't listen to anybody else. You figure out what the fuck works for you based on your own wisdom. Shut the outside world up and turn that inside voice up. All right. So for me, one of the things I hate the most about being a personal trainer 
is when I help clients achieve amazing results and they're totally focused on their weight. Say for example, this one dude I trained back in like, I'm gonna say 2012, uh, we were trained for like eight months and he was an amazing guy, super articulate, super funny. And he was, uh, <coughs> excuse me, he's in the financial sector. And when he went to work, he always wore a bow tie and he looked so fucking slick. But when we first started, I asked him, okay, bud, like, what is one of your really tangible goals? Like, I know you want to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. But like, what's a tangible goal? What is losing weight going to help you do? He's like, you know what, Carl, I have this suit. I haven't worn for over a decade. I love it. And I fucking love to get back into it. Sure enough, like six months down the road, we get back into that suit. He shows up and it is sexy as fuck. And he's got an amazing bow tie on and he's on top of the world. He's like, oh my God. And like all throughout the training, it was hilarious too because he'd go in the mirror and he'd kind of be flexing whatever. And he wasn't a huge guy. Like he was, he was, he was in really good shape. But he was an average in shape. So it was just, it was incredible transformation. He's like, look at my shoulder definition and my chest definition. And he was awesome. The very next day after he came in, he came in and I swear it was like he just came from a fucking funeral. He was super depressed. And I asked him, bud, like, what's going on? Yesterday you were on top of the world. Like we crushed your goals. He said, yes, but I haven't lost any weight. Yes, but I haven't lost any weight. This is what happens when we focus on bullshit goals. Because who gives a shit what your weight is? What do you want to look like? How do you want to feel? How do you want to perform? Focus on that and your weight is irrelevant. Will you drop weight on the process to that? Possibly if, you're, if you need to lose fat to look the way you want to look. But it doesn't fucking matter. That number is irrelevant. What do you want to experience? And that was a bullshit goal. But what if I had had the knowledge and the wisdom that I do now and was able to get him to focus on making his activities and his commitments and his habits the goal, not the weight. I see this all the time inside the gym and I've dealt, definitely been guilty of it myself. But even as I'm writing this, there is the tournaments of all tournaments on for me right now and I'm missing one of the games which I told myself I would never do. But you know what else I told myself I would do? I told myself I was gonna be the fucking king of commitment and I told myself I would be the king my queen deserves. So what am I more committed to, the game or my partner and myself as a king? Now me going through this process, meaning the MMU, is a very short and super powerful workout. This is a training session, if you will, that represents me being the king I need to be for my queen. Now to make that make sense, this, the MMUs are not always easy. They are a workout. They will trigger some emotions in you. It is difficult to go inside and find that inner voice. It is difficult, especially as a man, to go inside and acknowledge your emotions, be aware of them, let alone be able to express them on paper. This is challenging, but guess what? Going to the gym is challenging. If you are not prepared for discomfort inside of your relationship, if you're not willing to dive into discomfort, just like if you were unwilling to deal with discomfort in the gym, you will get nowhere, which is why you have to dive into it all the time. So one of my favorite quotes of all time, I already said this, enjoy the little things for one day, you may look back and realize they're the big things. Now, when it comes to relationship, again, I would rephrase that. Watch out for and focus on the little things. For one day, you will look back and realize they were the big things. So question number four, what is your implementation? This is where we come up with one small, specific and simple step that we will implement in the next 24 hours. And how do we do that? We do that by coming up with an actionable answer to our quality question. So what was that quality question? What can I do 
to ensure that when Jail and I celebrate our 10th anniversary, you are both amazed at how far we have come and the depth of our connection on a variety of different levels. So let me rephrase that to you again. What can you do to ensure that when you and your partner are celebrating a 10 year anniversary from now, you are both amazed at how far you have come and the depth of your connection on a variety of different levels. We start off with the I am statement because if you ever wanna make sure you're actually engaging behaviors that you wanna engage in, you need to link that shit up with your identity. I am, and then finish that. So in this one, I am the king my queen deserves. So we gotta go inside the gym for a strategy to figure out how we're gonna make this work. So what gym strategy would I use here? One of the biggest things I have learned as a personalist trainer, and there's a lot, but it, is that there is a huge difference between training and working out. And here is the difference. If you were going to the gym without a plan and it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym today. What am I going to do today? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe I'll do, if you're a guy, you're probably not going to say legs, but I'll do, I'll do chest and chest and back, right? Or I'll do back and buys or some bullshit like that, right? And you don't even really have a plan. Sure. You might do your three sets of 12 or something like that. You may do some drop sets. You may even do some, uh, hype, uh, supersets or whatever, but you don't have a plan. And not only, even if you do have a plan, it, are your workouts linked to a specific desired result that you want to have. So in other words, you have a clearly measurable, tangible result that you want to achieve in a specific amount of time and your workouts and your nutrition are designed such that they are one step towards that goal. If they are not, you are simply working out. Training is when every single time you step into the gym, you are doing things on purpose with a very specific purpose, leading you towards a very specific target. That is the difference. Why would it be any different with regards to relationship? So today at 11 a.m., I am committed to writing out a list of exercises I can do on the daily, both big and small, that represent me stepping up my game as a partner, showing Jenny Lee I love her in her love language, and ensuring that come our 10th anniversary, we are even better than I could imagine we could be. So to give you some ideas, some of the things I came up with there, I wish I had my journal with me right now because I came up with about 20 and they're amazing. Um, what the hell did I make Mondays? Oh, Mondays was something good, but anyways. Um, so we have the throwback Thursdays that I came up with. Um, there's obviously the uh, Saturday, mor Saturday morning snug sessions. Every Saturday morning we sleep, we sleep in and we snuggle. And I've got a whole list of those things so that when I go into my done list, because I have an app where I track how good of a partner I am to my partner. I track this shit just like I would my workouts. Which means if I am lost for ideas, it's no different than the gym. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm doing legs today. I want to focus on my glutes, my hams. I'm going to go to my mental Rolodex and say, okay, what exercises do I have for that? And then boom, I'll come up with those exercises. Why not make it that easy with our relationships? Why not have exercises that you know are going to build the strength of your relationship and have them on standby so you can dip into them as soon as or whenever you want? All right, I've been going off on this one. So let's finish this up. Long story long. Most men are losers, not winners in their relationships because most men are taking their relationships for granted, which is why most of the time women are leaving men. Now relationships don't need to be complicated. If you've developed the skills that it takes to be a great fucking partner. Now developing the skills is no different than developing muscles in the gym. Train for a strong, healthy and fit relationship and that's exactly what you and your partner will enjoy. All right, my brother, now that we are done today's MMU, here's a quote from Tim Ferriss that I want you to tattoo in your mind. Someday is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you. 
So unless you want to take all of your dreams to the grave with you, here is what I am challenging you to do RFN right fucking now. Go to ignitetheimpact.com slash MMU to download your free mental muscle-up blueprint so that every day you can invest just 10 minutes towards igniting the impact you wish to see in your world. Until next time, my brother, we got this.